You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we will help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're a channel, welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about worship and the voice of God. Worship and the voice of God, okay? So, of course, you know that when it comes to anything that we enjoy in Christ, whether it's the leading of the Spirit or protection or provision or whatever you must understand the spirit soul and body equation right you are a spirit you have a soul you live in a body the soul is like the interim between the two whatever you will experience in the physical you must experience it in the soul you must experience it in your mind it must be a reality in your mind if you're going to experience bad things or when i say bad things i'm talking about things that are more akin to carnality if you're going to experience Uh, sickness if you are going to experience um, just the opposite of what i said earlier right you are going to have to allow those things to dominate your thinking your mind and all that before you see that reality in your life the same thing if the things in your spirit because the bible tells us that we've not received the spirit from this world but we received the spirit from god there's a spirit in you that is from god and that that spirit right you know, Philemon 1 6 says that the sharing of our faith may be effective by the acknowledging of every good thing which is us in Christ Jesus. Every good thing in us in Christ Jesus is in our spirits, it is not in our bodies. And so, if you understand that, it now means that for you to experience the things in your spirit, they must result to appearing in your mind, they must become a part and parcel of your mind. The way we do that is by staying on God's word, meditating on God's word. That's how we begin to experience those things. Now, there are many, many, um, how I call them, in inlets or, okay, let me give, let me say like this. You know, one of the things we have is direction. We have direction in our spirits, right? Direction. In other words, in our spirits, we know what to do. Good. We have the unction of the Holy One. We know all these things. We know. Good. Now, how do you get that knowing to a place whereby it makes sense to you? Because that knowing will have to come to your mind for you, for it to be useful to you, okay? And of course, we explain when we're teaching on leading of the Spirit. There are many things you can do about that, like staying in the place of prayer, you understand, fasting, and whatnot. But there is one that's extremely dangerous, very, very dangerous way of, of how I put it. Not really receive direction, receiving direction, but being more sensitive to the spirit. I've not really spoken about that, but that one is called worship. It's called worship or ministering to the Lord. Right? Look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. So as they what ministered to the Lord and fasted. Now that minister, you know, to minister normally means to serve right so if you say well the bible calls us ministers of jesus christ we serve christ now here it says they ministered they didn't minister for him they ministered they ministered to him you understand in other words they focused on him if you look at the greek word that was used in the strong's concordance or whatever it says the litor litore litoreo and it means to be a public servant that is by analogy to perform religious or charitable functions to worship, to obey, to so basically to minister, to focus on the Lord, and to carry out certain things. And 
this ministering to the Lord, I think if you look in the Old Testament, you also see the way they used the word minister, you know, to the Lord. You will see a similar, or is it similarity, right? Aha. If you just, um, okay, um, Exodus 30 verse 20, when they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water that they die not when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord, right? So in other words, to minister, you can see that they, part of ministry in the Old Testament was offer sacrifices, right? They offered sacrifices, they ministered to the Lord. So their sacrifices was a way of ministering, they ministered to the Lord. Now, look at what the Bible says in the New Testament, that is our, that is our sacrifice, you know, the fruit of our lips. That should be Hebrews, Hebrews right giving praise to his name yeah so uh let's see that okay hebrews 13 verse 15 by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of what praise to god i see that continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name so you see that they minister to the lord in the old testament they offered sacrifices and everything so we can say ministry to the lord has to do its focus on the lord its reverence its worship you understand now you now see in hebrews 13 verse 15 it says by him therefore let us continue let us offer the sacrifice of what praise are you seeing that it says continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name so you see in praise in worship that is ministering to the lord do you get so when it, we come back to our text where the bible says that as they minister to the lord the holy ghost said you can now see what they were doing most likely you could have involved um you know prayer you could have involved worship and then of course they added fasting and the bible says the holy ghost said right so it tells you one thing that in the place of ministering to the lord the holy ghost will say do you understand in other words in the place of ministering to god his divine will and counsel will be clear in this particular case it was actually prophecy right because if you look at the verse before you're going to see that um where is it again <laughs> you're going to see that the people that were actually like talking it wasn't like that the holy ghost just said you know holy ghost one voice from heaven or something that i said no, no no it is that the holy ghost spoke through people do you understand the holy ghost spoke through people because verse one tells us now they were in the church there at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simon, which was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. So, they are prophets and teachers, right? These people, prophets and teachers, were together. And they were ministering to the Lord together and fasting. They were worshipping. They were focusing on the Lord. They were praising God. You understand? They were doing all that. And the Holy Ghost said, the Holy Ghost spoke through one of them. He said, Separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the work I have called them. And Bible says in verse 3, When they had fasted and prayed and hands and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So, my point here is that the Holy Ghost will say, in the place of prayer and worship, but now we're focusing on worship. In the place of worship, the Holy Ghost will say, in the place of ministering to the Lord, the Holy Ghost will say, the Holy Ghost said, right he said separate unto me paul and barnabas you understand unto the work where i've called them he said he spoke the holy ghost said so i want to say that in the place of worship there's not something about worship I, I, 
Many people find worship easier than prayer. I think because worship has to do with music a lot. Worship has to do with singing. Worship appeals more to the emotions. So it feels like it is easier to get into than prayer. Now, prayer is actually more important because without prayer, you are finished. But worship is also very important. The priority should be your prayer life should be first, your worship life should be second. In fact, in your quiet time, you should have times for worship. Sometimes worship helps you to break into the place of prayer more easily. You should have quality times of worship. You understand? There should even be... One thing that can help you is also the kind of like music, worship music you listen to. You know, let me say this. Worship is not equal. Not all worship music is equal. Not all slow sounding songs to God are the same. Like, like, like. There are people that when you hear their worship, Kepala Madaka. <laughs> you know, there's this lady one that I know. She says she knows the kind of worship music to listen to, the one that helps her pray. That's the one that she, <laughs> that she listens to. You understand? I have personally found in my life, I mean, I, I listen to when I use a lot of worship for prayer. But I realize there are some of them, like they say, that you just stay on them, stay on them, bam! Something hits you, it just opens you up to the things of the spirit. Now, there's a technology behind that, right? There's a technology behind that. Of The point is, it just makes you more sensitive. As I said, they're not all the same. So there's something you could be listening to that, just not it. No. Over time, as you learn, and there are just some kinds of worship, just realize, man, whenever I stay on this worship, man, I don't know what happens to me in the place of prayer. I don't know what's going on. Like, I just experience God on a whole new level. You understand? My pastor would actually say, worship is intimacy. Worship is fellowship you know worship is is the equivalent of intercourse what intercourse is in the natural it is is what is in the spiritual that is that you touch the heart of god in the place of worship you know because worship is actually reverence worship is focus on god you understand they ministered unto the lord it's about him you get aha uh-huh. it's not because there are people that want to turn it into a party uh, no no real worship is about him the way, the way we're taught to worship god is that even you as a worshiper who leading worship, you don't attract attention to yourself. You don't wear too many flashy things. You don't, you understand, you push people's attention to God. You focus on the Lord. You understand? I'm telling you, worship is amazing. But one thing, as I said, that worship, in the place of worship, the voice of God will be so clear. The voice of God will be so clear. Let me just, let me just give you that cheat code. If you are having trouble, you know, hearing God, just go to worship. Just go and worship. Just go and stay in the place of worship. Just just play some worship. Just <laughs> I have a friend, whenever he wants to prophesy, he will just pick some worship like this that he knows moves him a whole lot. He'll just pick it and play. And just be there. Next thing I said, this is what I'm hearing in my heart. This is what I'm seeing. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> because worship actually is extremely, extremely powerful. In fact, and that thing is that worship generates the presence of God. Let me explain like this. God is present in every believer, but it's what we call the manifested presence, where that presence and power is experienced tangibly. You can feel it. You can let me know this was feel because you don't feel with your natural body, but you can sense that in the atmosphere. It's like when his presence, his power is strongly available. It's like what you saw in the old testament where the Bible says the priest could not stand to minister and all those things. Very strong atmosphere. You get in those atmospheres anything can happen anything can happen in in those atmospheres let me let me just use my own experience for example many times that god i mean that god has spoken to me in place of prayer many times in my own personal prayer life and devotion life many many times you get but one thing i've seen consistently in my life is that whenever i go to church 
and you know and we begin to worship and i am in tune with that worship i just focus on the lord i'm in tune with that worship and i just get lost in the lord unfailingly unfailingly god will speak to me unfailingly i can't explain it unfailingly i will usually receive pictures i will receive i will know things i will just speak things by the spirit of god i will know things because your heart is already tuned to the lord do you understand and the more you worship your mind becomes more quiet remember we said that god is not going to lead us he has already led us the leading is already in our spirits do you get and those things are being transmitted continually to our minds but the problem as i said you know we spoke about soul and um that is soul and spirit that because both of them are in the realm of thoughts like thoughts thoughts how will i put it thoughts express both of them pictures express both of them so when all that is your mind it's usually very hard to distinguish between them and that's usually because there's so much noise your if you don't know your daily activities contribute to so much noise your the songs you are listening to your instagram the things you are doing you're busy 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 they contribute to so much noise and friction in your mind that it is hard to discern the voice of god it's hard to hear what god is saying many times when god will speak it to be in quiet when you're quiet have you noticed if you if you check it sometimes you're just in the bathroom it's just in the bathroom you're just maybe brushing your teeth or just leaning you know whatever just in toilet. and that's just where it's as if because for some reason when you are brushing or whatever your mind is kind of quiet even if sometimes you're thinking but or you're having your bath your mind is really quiet for some reason and it's in that quiet that the lord will speak he doesn't speak in noise he doesn't speak in noise he doesn't speak in noise he did. for him to speak in noise man as i said maybe he's an angel you get but doesn't speak in noise let me show you that text by uncle elijah right so look at first kings chapter 19 verse um let me see that okay um first kings chapter 19 verse 9 so the story here actually is that um jezebel after elijah had called down fire killed the prophets of baal and all that stuff jezebel now threatened the guy and said man look may god punish me <laughs> if your head is still on your shoulders or something like that so the guy became afraid and the guy ran for his life this is the same guy that called down fire i don't know why what happened to him he just panicked because you know men of god are still men and the guy ran for his life so bible says in verse 8 and he arose and eat and drink because an angel brought him food and went to the strength of that meat 40 days and 40 nights unto horeb the mount of god and he came there unto a cave and lodged there and behold the word of the lord came to him and said unto him well what what are you doing here, Elijah? <laughs> so God spoke to him, what are you doing here? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord and da 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 things. So, verse 11, And the voice said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind ran the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in fire. And after the fire, there was a there was a still small voice there was a what still small voice you know you ask what's going on here (laughs) there was a still small voice look at verse 13 and it was so when elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave and behold there came a voice to him and said what are you doing here elijah so you can see that in all the noise in all the fire the rocks and everything god was not in it but when there was a still small voice elijah recognized this is the lord and he went and stood in front of the cave you understand to commune 
So that just says a whole lot. God is not usually in the noise. He's not usually in the noise. He's not usually in the noise. So you have to be still on the inside. You have to be still. You get. And so that's why when you um, spend time in the place of worship, as you focus and focus and focus on the Lord, just focus on the Lord. There's something about it that just aligns your mind, aligns your heart quietens the noise around you and just aligns your heart to his heart and there's a free flow of information a free flow of knowledge i'm telling you it is amazing what can, what happens in the place of worship god will say so many things like oh god i can't count how many times that god has spoken to me in worship what, what you get the atmosphere yeah ah no no no, no. <laughs> You get not as in there are some things, there are some things, there are some things. You understand? Even the ministry that we run, you know, young ecclesia, you should go check out our worship. Just go check out the worship. That, that thing I can I can proudly say that God God is in our worship. There's an atmosphere in the worship. Just just listen and just stay with the Lord. You understand? And that's why for me as a minister, as a minister of God's word, whenever I go to teach or whatever I go, I don't really usually care about who sounds the best, the best singer or the best person on the keyboard or the best drummer I don't really care much about those things I care about the person who cares about the Lord <laughs> I care about the person whose heart is you know tender towards the Lord I care about the person who wants to focus who loves the Lord you understand you can tell in a person's worship you can tell in a person's worship when this person is a lover of the Lord when this person's heart is just you know given to the lord i'm telling you in the place of worship sometimes we have seen some of the craziest moves of god's power when you just worship worship the atmosphere begins to because as i said worship generates power worship generates presence the more you just begin to worship and worship and worship and worship the atmosphere begins to build and build and build if you stay on that thing just keep worshiping worshiping we've seen where you will worship after a while <laughs> you can't even talk again because the power of god will sweep through that place you can try even in your, your room. At times you worship, 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 worship. Just worship and just get lost. Bam. I'm telling you, in fact, one of the fastest ways to go into visions and revelation is by worship. If a person who is consistently in the place of worship, just adoration of the Lord. You know, it's like it's like touching God's heart. It's like focusing on his heart. I mean, what do you say? It is reverence. It is awe. Do you understand? Aha. Uh-huh. I would say you know, we we bring that to our, our worship, which is the fruit of our lips, giving, you know, thanks to his name, right? <laughs> giving thanks to his name. So there's thanksgiving. You understand? There's thanksgiving in worship. There's thanksgiving in worship, right? Uh-huh. So you are just focusing on the Lord. You are just talking about who he is, what he has done for you. You understand what he has done for you in Christ Jesus. Do you understand? You're just focusing on him. You're just loving on him. You understand? Aha. Uh-huh. You're just loving on the Lord. It tunes your heart. It tunes your heart. It does something to you. You understand? Look at Romans 12 verse 1. I, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, right? Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service or worship right uh-huh. so worship is a state of the heart it's not something that's just limited to your music it's something that you do you know it's ministering to the lord you are consistently like that to the lord it's it says you present your body as a living sacrifice that is you it's it's a life of surrender you are surrendered to the lord you are surrendered to the lord you are just surrendered do you understand what i'm saying you are surrendered you are surrendered you are surrendered to the lord that's that's how 
we do it. You are surrendered. You are given to the Lord. You understand? It is from that heart of surrender, where of obedience, of surrender, of just being malleable in God's hand, where you let God's word dominate you. It is from that place that when you now begin to worship, something begins to happen. You understand? So, I just want to say that, look, why don't you give this another shot? If you've not been uh, you know, hearing God or whatever. You know, they are not doing just to hear God because worship is that is a genuine disposition towards God. But just take our time and worship the Lord today. Take our time, play some good worship. Just play some favorite, some very good, very good worship. Uh, just, just stay with God, and you're just going to be shocked at how how things go for you. Okay, so I just wanted to drop this pro tip for you. Um, I believe it's going to bless you if you practice it, if you actually do it. I would probably start worshiping here, but man, my voice is not uh, palatable. You understand? Hey, catch me outside. <laughs> catch me. Catch me when I'm having a meeting, a program. Catch me on the move of God. Catch me there. Hey, I'm going to worship and it's going to be awesome. Glory to God. Okay, so guys, that is it for today. I believe you've been blessed. Do not lie. You are blessed. Share this with somebody. Let them also get a kick out of this and see their spiritual life also blossom. Okay, guys, that is it. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. And bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sien. pst.essien. See you there.